Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Kia ora, morena. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. And it is just after 8am on Tuesday the 14th of September. And it is Te Reo Māori Language Week. And I promise throughout the week I'll be keep adding in a few Te Reo Māori words couple of little sayings here and there look i'll be honest it's been out of my comfort zone but that's what this show is about i'll put myself out there show a bit of vulnerability and give it a try because that's what it's all about we got to embrace it it is a part of our culture and we are aotearoa new zealand so so good we've had a great show so far uh we've spoken to uh, Cruz Tangera out of the men's netball side. Their up-and-coming clash with the mighty Silver Ferns after the cancellation of the Constellation Cup, leading into the England series that must need game time for the Silver Ferns and what the men's set team is going to bring. He thinks they've got a 50-50 chance. Well, after the cancellation of the 7 footer out of Australia, they've only got a 30% chance of winning that competition. <laughs> so good luck to the men's side, Cruz. And the lads, looking forward to that. And then we also spoke to Mark Orzic out of the mighty Hawks Bay Magpies. Bay of Plenty, Steamers, the Battle of the Bays this Sunday. Shield Fever is well and truly back. And, well, if you missed that conversation, go over to our SEN app. Check out our podcast. It's got all up-to-dates with conversation, little interviews. And Mark Orzic spoke about the Shield Fever. It still holds a big place in our Kiwi hearts. It is well, uh, it was well respected amongst uh, the, the playing group, amongst the unions, and he just said what it really means to these provincial, small provincial towns when they get it. The, the players really enjoy going out there, embracing it to the community, and seeing what it means to the community as well. So great little insights from Mark Orzich. And then, wow, coming up just after five, maybe in a couple of minutes, we're going to chat to Jason Costigan, and we know Jason Costigan, man. He is the voice of the Warriors. I want to know if you've got your favourite one-liner for Costo. Give us a text on double eight double three. My favourite is someone called National Geographic. There is a flying kiwi out there. <laughs> that is one of the all-time greats from Jason Costigan. So give us a text if you've got your great one-liners. We've had some great feedback on your hardest-working All Blacks or hardest-working rugby players that you des- uh, feel <laughs> deserves a nomination. So give us a text on your greatest one-liners. For Costa, and we'll pass those over to him. But then later on the show, well, it's been a tough day. Uh, tough announcement yesterday for Auckland. Level 4, they will be in Level 4 for another nine days. So I just thought it'd be a great time, a great little moment for myself to just say a few words on behalf of myself mm. and probably most of the country. There'll be a few out there that, that they would just love to little stick, put a little stick into Auckland because we love to give them a little bit of stick over every now and again. But... Now, Auckland is doing it very tough at the moment, so we appreciate what you're doing. So later on the show, I just want to say thank you and just a little bit of a glimmer of hope toward hopefully what the future holds and the summer that we potentially might be able to have if you Aucklanders can stick at it. Most years are paying 
by the rules, old mate, judges. Son wasn't, but anyway, we won't get into that one. It's all right, we'll move on. We've got Jason Costin coming up, Louis. So we've had a great show so far, mate. Yes, we have. We absolutely have, Izzy. And just a quick one just to touch on just before that uh, we get to Costo is this, um, this biennial World Cup for the Rugby World Cup that's come out of the Telegraph. Trudy had it in her mm. news. They've said that they've considered it before, and it's definitely something they'll cons- they want to keep considering again. This is World Rugby uh, Chief Executive Alan Gilpin. So we will watch that and just see how that progresses throughout the day on SE. NZ. Very, very curious stuff. I don't think it'd be mm. a bad thing at all, but is too much Rugby World Cup, would that dilute the product? Anyway, we can touch on that later because it's Rugby League time. Yes, it is, mate. He is well known in these waters for his great calls of the Warriors team gone by, and he has been back on the mic this year for SNZ as we ramp up our commitment to Rugby League. You can listen to all finals games on the NRL or on any SENZ, and this weekend's gone, we saw some classic performance. Jason, Jason Costo Costigan has taken the early call for us across in Australia. Good morning, Costo. How are you? Izzy Louie, good morning to you. Good morning, New Zealand. And you mentioned the Warriors, so I might also mention one of my great <laughs> moments and one of the great opportunities that we were given in those days that you're alluding to was not only calling the Warriors but calling the New Zealand team that won the Rugby League World Cup for the first time. Something that gets glossed oh. over. It gets glossed yes. over a bit. and it does, it does fire me up. I just want to mention the Kiwis this morning. And on the back of particularly our lively discussion with Sir Graham Lowe on Warriors Live mm. a couple of weeks ago, where we, we probably shone a light on New Zealand's sport and culture a little bit that probably got a few people fired up. So, um, And if it did, um, tough luck. Oh, I love it, Costa, mate. We're, we're so happy to hear you back on the airways. You, your one-liners are an absolute genius. They are a cult following amongst a lot of my friends, mate. When we have a few quiet stubs, a couple of those one-liners will come out uh, during the night, and uh, we really, really look forward to hearing you on SENZ calling all of the NRL finals. So, um, But, mate, you excited to be back on the airways and, and calling the games? Well, I, I am very excited, you know, and I was just watching the, the you know, the finals unroll, uh, unravel over the weekend. And, you know, for example, at the Gold Coast, last time they won a finals match, oh. I think that uh, I was calling it Sky Television and Julia Gillard was the Prime Minister of Australia. So, you know, it was a long time, but yeah, you, you laugh and laugh as you should. And, and as listeners probably are giggling as well, because, you know, it was 10 years actually in the wilderness for me. And, and for those people who mm. uh, did not know, and, uh, you know, uh, politics is uh, for the desperate and the, and the dateless, and I'm not sure if I'm not getting a date or <laughs> how desperate I am, but I was in <laughs> politics, for, I was in politics for, for, for the best part of a decade, and uh, you never say never. And my love for rugby league never disappeared. It's just that, the, uh, you know, it was curtailed, and, and I was a spectator, literally going to games mm. and, and whatnot, and uh, I always wanted to come back to calling rugby league, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity to SENZ management to give us the uh, the chance to come back and, and and live my dream. Because you know, I'll tell you just something quickly, and uh, we sort of touched on it with Sir Graham Lowe on on the program calling the football the other day, the rugby league. One of the things yeah. I did when I was um, secretly uh, asked to come to New Zealand to audition, if you like, and it was never reported in in the newspapers or anything like that. And we did um, revisit this recently. 
I actually asked a taxi driver when we came to Auckland uh, a long time ago, more than 20 years ago, and I had big shoes to fill. So, you know, I mean, so Graham knows this because he, you know, he's got a great rapport with Graham Hughes, and Graham did a great job, and I was a great fan of Graham Hughes, a great admirer mm. of, of Graham Hughes, and I came into the country uh, auditioning, and when I w- was in the taxi, I said to the cabbie, "Mate, can you stop off at Carlaw Park?" He couldn't understand why I wanted to go there on a weekday with no one around except grasshoppers. And I went into the place and just soaked up the history and the and the heritage and the nostalgia because it was a place that I sort of watched on television as a kid. So that's why, for me, whilst I'm not a New Zealander, you know, I, I didn't grow up supporting the, the Ponsonby Ponies or Papakura or, for, you know, for you West Aucklanders listening this morning, you know, the Teatatu Roosters, you know, and I've been to the Chook Pen out there. So I, I, I bought into that, that tribalism that started with rugby league in New Zealand kicking off in 1908. And uh, contrary to what some people think, you know, the game didn't start with the Warriors in 95, and I'm very cognizant of that. Hmm. Hey, Costo, that, that, that's a great synopsis on how you kind of got into the league, and you're such a synonymous voice with the sport in our country. But over the weekend, we were kind of, it's almost like the, having the Warriors out of it, you kind of, kind of get, it's like an exorcism. You don't actually, you can actually watch rugby league and just watch it for the sport and not have the anxiety of the Warriors. So what did you make of the first weekend of finals? We had the bunker in action. We had some upset victories. What were your kind of headlines coming out of the weekend? Well, I, I think the, the most comical thing was the press conference. You know, you go and have a look at the four games. If, if you, you know, if if you uh, want to liven up your day and have a great afternoon, uh, knock off early and go and watch the replays uh, of the four semi-finals. But what about the press conference before the game between the Rabbitohs and the Panthers? And and it probably didn't uh, register with a lot of people. Um, but I had a look at actually, I actually played the replay of the press conference involving the master coach, Wayne Bennett. Mm. And just to paraphrase for the benefit of you and all the listeners, that Wayne Bennett basically uh, blew up the Penrith Panthers before the game where he exposed their blockers, as he's called them. Now, Nathan Cleary kicks downtown, right? Everyone's got a playmaker. Uh, and rugby league's no different to that. So Cleary is the coach's son, of course, and I remember him as a young lad uh, in uh, St. Helier's going to visit his father mm. uh, and his mother years ago when I was calling. And uh, and he and he knows this, and he certainly father has not forgotten either. And uh, his father's got a big job this week because he's got to rebuild Penrith after a shock defeat. And South Sydney, what Wayne Bennett said about his... Uh, terminology calling out Penrith for using blockers in, in interfering in, in in people from South Sydney and other teams trying to put pressure on Cleary. Not illegal pressure within the rules of the game, within the laws of the game. And and he said, and they train for it. And we know this because, you know, I've got a good source. So there's espionage in rugby league. I kid you not, Wayne Bennett, a former policeman, has basically blown Penrith out of the water before the game. <laughs> And this is South Sydney that was basically, everyone said they're finished. They're, they are cactus. They are dead set cactus. And uh, they came out and they, and they won. And I can't believe it because I guess, I'll tell you, fellas, I didn't tip South Sydney. 
I thought anyone who no. did needed to go and get a CAT scan. <laughs> <laughs> on the it same, on the same it, cost, it Ivan Cleary got blown out of the water and the Panthers got blown out of the water uh, and, and there's allegations of, of a leak from the NRL. How did it get out in the media? And, and Wayne Bennett put on an, an amazing display at a press conference for a bloke who doesn't say too many words. You know those old competitions with Cadbury Schweppes, 25 words or less? How do you reckon? you reckon Wayne Bennett used to love them or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Benno, mate. So, so you reckon he he rattled that that cost them the game? Oh, the, for the sure. Panthers went into that game. Mate. Oh, he blew them up. <laughs> you know, if Ivan Cleary was uh, in a submarine, Bennett dropped the depth charges, and the submarine went to the bottom. Oh wow! Well, I didn't pick that cost. Forget, I didn't pick I, that at all. I just, yeah, I just want to tell you again. He, this is Wayne Bennett, the former policeman. You know. That doesn't mind a bit of an investigation. What do you reckon? And and he has spies <laughs> up at Penrith. What, so Benny's got Benny's got all these what secret cameras in the in pot plants. This is what oh. is this? Oh, I don't know. I, who's the spy? Who's the double agent at the foot of the mountains? But well, what we do know is there's some sort of mole up at Penrith, and they spill their beans to Benny before the game, and he's just blown them up at the per- most perfect time. And those mind games have rattled Penrith. Rattle Ivan Cleary, who I've got great respect for, great time for, great admiration for. And, uh, you know, I've known Wayne Bennett for a long time, and his contribution to the game has been enormous. What a colossal figure he's been, helping the Kiwis win that Rugby League World Cup that I was touched on at the top of our discussion, mm. uh, coaching England, coaching in the Brisbane Rugby League. He was there with Don Ferner uh, at the Canberra Raiders many, many moons ago, the late Don Ferner, senior I'm talking about. Of course, the Broncos, St. George, Illawarra, where he did well winning a premiership with my cousin Neville Costigan, coaching Newcastle, uh, you know, his legendary stuff at the Broncos. He's still going strong and still got it when some people are just collecting the pension, having a having a couple of schooners <laughs> on Saturday afternoon. Hey, Costo, yeah. I tell you who else is going strong and it's kind of same sort of vein, consistently excellent, is the Melbourne Storm. What, what does anyone oh. have to do to get a break on them? I mean, it just, you can't, like, Craig Bellamy in this outfit, how slick are they? I'm going to I'm gonna get some people uh, in, in the, and I love the city of Christchurch, so I'm going to get them fired up this morning. I'm going to say it on your program. <laughs> I said on social media... And I think I think you blokes know where I'm going. Say it. I did, I did say it that in the 21st century in the Southern Hemisphere, the Melbourne Storm have set the benchmark when it comes to franchise football as a professional team week in week out. They are number one. And yeah, I want that switchboard to light up, baby, like a Christmas tree. They are unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. And Craig Bellamy, guess where he learned his coaching under Wayne Bennett. I wonder if he knows a little bit about counter-espionage. And I'll tell you what, Wayne Bennett, I can't confirm on your program this morning of a possible future after rugby league with ASIO as the head of intelligence for Australia's government. <laughs> You've got all conspiracy on us, Costa. Costa. <laughs> you're so random. I love you this chat. You, oh, have, no, you have wound up some cantabs. There's one sitting here too, mate. You've wound that? me right up. What about Baz? He's coaching over in the desert. He could be having fun with us this morning. What a fool. <laughs> He'd probably side with He's you. He's earning billions, mate. Yeah, He's like yourself, earning yeah, but, billions. But, 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 hey, but the gags are priceless. 
against the Rats. <laughs> don't don't worry. He, oh. he'd, he'd side with you, Costa. He'd, he'd, he'd say the Melbourne Storm, Rickson. Although the look, the Crusaders, they've just won so much, so much. I mean, you could stack it up. Now tell us, tell us. Lastly, Costa, tell us uh, before we let you get back to you because we've got you up early. Tell tell us about what's happened with the Grand Final, the AFL Grand Final, going up against the Melbourne Storm prelim because oh, well, there's well, been well, a bit of a shift, hasn't there? Well, there has been a bit of a shift. It's marvellous because like how things change and there was a few people blowing up yesterday and so in the course of when we spoke off air between yesterday and today today there's been a change and I can tell you having spoken to the NRL yesterday uh, they had great cooperation from their broadcast partners both Channel 9 and Fox they agreed that the game involving Melbourne the preliminary final they said they changed the telecast time but at one stage there yesterday I had people coming to me and other 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 people anyone who was willing to listen, blowing up Deluxe, blowing a gasket. They were going into Repco getting spare parts because <laughs> if you love the Melbourne Storm, you had to choose between the AFL Grand Final and, 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 and no rugby league, and, and they were having a breakdown, a nervous nally. So the NRL's responded. They've had cooperation from the broadcast partner. So the Melbourne Storm people, who probably don't get a lucky break, just to let people know, it's still a... You know, in Melbourne, it's a bit like going behind the Iron Curtain during the Cold War. You know, welcome to Belgrade. Hello. You don't, you don't get a lot of rugby league down in Victoria. And, um, you know, and, and I can tell you that Wayne Bennett's not responsible for that either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're an absolute champion. What a, what a little interview you've given us this morning, Costa. It would be remiss of me not to ask you. Give us a couple of your greatest one-liners before you go, mate. The people want it. Oh, I'm ready to go to bed. The people want it. Well, I've, got one, I've got one here. I've got one here. It's got Jerry, see you, Sue, and I'll see you, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> I don't know that, but look, look, they were great days. And I just want to say that I was looking at some photographs, thanks to Andrew Corniger from Photosport, a um, great friend of mine, is arguably New Zealand's leading sports photographer and uh if you want to get on my Twitter feed at Costo Jason, how's that? More plugs than your local hardware. Store. Good little plug before you go. I love it. <laughs> for, for, for Shameless. Sure. I'm having some prospective station sponsors to contact your people and say that we can say the best. Hey, mate, you went away, but it didn't fall apart, did it? <laughs> it wasn't We're like, still it wasn't floating, like the mate. Beige. The lights are hey, on. It wasn't like the old days of the Beige Brigade. You get one, you get plenty. Costo, thank you for your time this morning, Costo. Bloody appreciate it, mate. You go back to sleep and uh, enjoy go the back to sleep, mate. And enjoy the NRL this weekend. It's great stuff. We get to watch it uncomplicated with the Warriors done and dusted for the season. But we'll catch up again at some stage soon, mate. Go well. I'll be having dreams of 110 kilos of prime Polynesian beef coming straight up Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, see you later, Costo. Izzy, Costo is on another oh, level, isn't he? He's oh, <laughs> is he still asleep, mate. That was the most random IV I've ever done. But it was great. Great chat from Costo out of Australia. Thanks so much for joining. And great to have him back on the airways, mate. He is... The voice that everyone recognises when it comes to the Warriors' calls. I love it. All right, there you go. It is 22 minutes past 8 o'clock. Talking some NRL with Jason Cost again. We've got Paul Moati from the TAB coming up soon. It's Baz and Izzy for breakfast with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 
It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.